Hi, I'm Scott Smith, host of Gartner ThinkCast, and I recently had the privilege of introducing you to our newest team member, correspondent Mary Miller. She joins us again now with her latest conversation. Mary, I'll let you take it from here. Thanks, Scott. In our last episode, I spoke with Jaime Capea, Principal Executive Advisor at CEB Now Gartner. Jaime and I discussed CIOs embracing the role of the digital evangelist to lead digital transformation across their organizations. You can hear this conversation on part one of our interview. But today I'm back with the second half of our conversation, this time on IT investment prioritization and specifically on how CIOs should think about placing their strategic bets. As a reminder, this interview took place at Gartner Symposium IT Expo down in Orlando, right outside of the analyst tent, so you may hear some background noise throughout the interview. I began our conversation by asking Jaime, as it stands today, how is IT investment prioritization broken? Well, companies tend to oscillate between two extremes, right? At one end, the CFO puts in place a very stern dictum that we are going to evaluate every investment with a business case and ROI is king. And there's kind of a high level of skepticism to anything that is too far out that doesn't yield certain returns. And that inevitably puts bias in your portfolio towards cost efficiency, kind of incremental investment. That's not how you place big bets. At the other extreme, and partly in reaction to the fact that the CFO runs such a tight control over the traditional investment process, you have a lot of scattered investments. So business units that go on their own and chase shiny new toys with naive hope that they can go on their own. And that leads to very scattered and ineffectual investments. So the end result is your core portfolio tends to be skewed towards conservative investment, mostly about efficiency, not about growth. And you are wasting resources that are distributed across the enterprise with business units and corporate functions kind of going off on their own thing. And part of what you need to do is bring all of that together and more intentionally, more strategically, place certain big bets. You know, not everything is going to be a big bet, but pick certain areas that are critical to the performance of the company, of competitive advantage drivers of the company and make sure that you're experimenting in those areas, that you're really making differentiating investments. Most likely that won't be in HR and finance and a lot of the back office systems, most likely that will be investing in your core operations, your manufacturing company or in your digital marketing channels and some of the omni-channel capabilities. And definitely those will be investments to digitize more of your product and service offerings. You know, Smart, connected, data-rich products and services. So these are investments that really cut across functions, and we're really talking about digital business here, not just traditional IT investments. Yeah, that's one of the quirky things about digital investments, that they tend to identify opportunities that are cross-cutting. You know, inevitably, if you're trying to digitize your business, you're going to have to take an outside-looking-in view, more of a customer experience-driven view, and that will likely cut across your traditional silos. And so. One of the other deficiencies of our 
traditional IT prioritization process is that it tends to be denominated in terms of organizational silos, right? And CIOs, in an effort to survive politically, tend to try to spread the investment equitably across the various silos. And in doing that, you inevitably doom yourself to incrementalist digital dabbling, not transformational investment, because you're not taking advantage of some of those cross-cutting opportunities. I want to ask a follow-up question on that. It seems like as the CIO is taking on this digital evangelist role and really trying to make these big bets, it does get really political and they're having to work with different business partners and the board. What advice do you have for them on that? A CIO job is unbelievably and unavoidably political. If you think political things are not good, then you should be a CIO because that is part and parcel of the job. And you need to embrace the fact that as a CIO, you have to inform resource allocation decisions about the digital capabilities that can transform the company's performance, and that that will entail making hard choices. The art of strategy is deciding what to do and being very clear about what not to do. And part of what is happening, you know, part of what makes being a CIO now very exciting is that there is no question that IT is strategic. The old days of like, IT doesn't matter sound quaint nowadays, if not absurd, and CIOs are part of the strategy conversation. We know that because in our research with our corporate strategy leadership council at Heritage CEB, we're now collaborating like never before because strategists are very interested in the world of digital and what it means to transform the company into a digital company. And so they're very keen to understand the world view of the CIO and how to get the CIO involved in helping make the company safe for big bets. So it's a very exciting time to be a CIO, but yes, inevitably this is a very political job. So with all of this, Jaime, it seems like what we have here is an opportunity for the CIO to really seize this opportunity and have a pivotal career moment. Can you talk about what advice you have for them on that? It's absolutely a pivotal career moment. Let me give you a little bit of context that we can contribute from CV's vantage point and then some advice. So at CV we have you know, research programs that serve all the corporate functions, strategy, finance, HR, procurement, facilities, general counsel, you name it. And something very interesting has happened in the last couple of years, which is the issues that the functional leaders care about, the vast majority of them nowadays are about using technology. They are about digitizing their functions. It used to be that they had kind of very functional specific concerns and now their top concerns are all about how to use analytics in recruiting, how to use social to find new prospects in sales, how to do analytics to improve the effectiveness of your digital marketing, you name it. Every single priority that the rest of the C-suite is focused on these days pretty much is about technology. And so all eyes are on IT, all eyes are on the CIO. How can the CIO help accelerate that? How can the CIO help integrate that? How can the CIO help orchestrate a viable digital platform strategy? And so it's a great time to be a CIO. There's never been a better time to be a CIO. The level of opportunity, the level of visibility, the old proverbial seat at the table is no longer a question. The question is, can we scale our digital capabilities fast enough? Is the CIO savvy enough to make the investment justification cases necessary to modernize the company's infrastructure in a way that can support and scale digital capability. And so my advice to CIOs is make sure you're changing the conversation with your core stakeholders from one about efficiency to one about growth and efficiency or efficient growth. Make sure that you are acting as a digital evangelist to get the parts of your business and the corporate functions in your company that don't quite get digital to really understand and appreciate the opportunities represented by digital. 
think about digital acumen of your business partners, the extent to which they get the opportunities, the risks, and the ambition for digitization, and actively seek to promote it. And then get your team to embrace the inevitable culture change that this will require. You know, The IT organization of today is going to be very different from an operating model perspective of the traditional IT plan, build, run organization. And so there's a lot of external changes, but there's going to be a lot of transformation that the CIO is going to have to drive within the IT organization. The good news is that we've seen examples of CIOs that are successful in all of these fronts. We have documented them extensively in our case study archives, and we stand ready to help. Great. Well, it's an exciting time to be a CIO. That's something we've been hearing at Symposium across our sessions. And Jaime, thank you so much for joining us today. We hope to have you back on the show. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Mary. That was Gartner ThinkCast correspondent Mary Meller with more of her Gartner Symposium IT Expo conversation with Jaime Capella, Principal Executive Advisor with CEB, now Gartner's IT practice. You can check out our ever-growing collection of Gartner ThinkCast conversations at gartner.com slash podcasts. And don't forget the Gartner webinars at gartner.com slash webinars. For Gartner ThinkCast and my new colleague, Mary Miller, I'm Scott Smith. Thanks for listening.